Hi friends, this is Damo. And I'm Flip, and this is our new podcast called Flip and Damo Say So. Oh, Flip, should we do it? Yeah, I feel like that's our thing from now on. Hi, Hi friends. friends. Welcome to our first episode. We're so excited to be here. Yay, I'm really, really, really excited too. Yeah, it's been a bit of a new skill, an exciting challenge to kind of get to to work with. And I don't know about you, but GarageBand is pretty hard to, to use and deal with. Damon, you should know me by now. I don't even own a laptop. I would not know the first thing to do, to exactly. be honest. <laughs> yeah, technology is not your strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know also for myself, um, I'm a quite confident person in general, but when it comes to actually, you know, doing a podcast where lots of other people that I don't know will be listening, that's sort of a challenge for me as well, which I'm really And putting excited. ourselves out there. Yes, yes. Like we're going to have a lot of vulnerable stories. Yep. And there are some things that I've been like, oh, mum, I don't want you to listen to some. And she's like, darling, I'll be listening. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, whatever. We'll I, figure that out later. <laughs> I, lo- I hope my parents don't know how to use Spotify. <laughs> my dad said, oh, Gukla, you'll have to teach me how to get onto this app that you've done. I'm like, oh, sure, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you say Gukla? Oh, yeah, it's Greek for my doll. That's what my name is. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's pretty cute. No, that is. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about more about my dad. He's amazing, but he's very um, very out there and oh. over the top and very loving. He's the best. We'll Can't wait to hit that topic yeah. up. <laughs> Another thing we just wanted to let people know, if you haven't seen already, we have started our own Instagram page. It's just at Flip and Demo Say So. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, you know, There's a lot of bloopers on there. So we there mentioned is. in the teaser that we've got a lot of bloopers. And with my editing skills, there is lots of bloopers involved. But you'll never know because they're all edited out. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> We went to the movies on the weekend, Damo. Yes, we did. I went out to Eastland, which is... Eastland. Oh, Eastland, which is literally our bush from where I am. Damien literally thinks five minutes away from his house is the bush. From Windsor, yeah. No, Eastland is in Ringwood, which is Far. like 10 minutes away from my house, and he thinks I live in the bush. It was an hour and 15-minute train. Oh, train! Was- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Anyway, he he got there and then complained that we don't have 5G out there. Oh, my whole phone was trying to get reception because it had 4G connection. It was crazy. I couldn't it's even... not a thing. These it's girls not... in front of me at Ganda when I was buying clothes had to go out of the shop just to transfer money so they could finish oh, their well, bloody Oh, well, they must be payment. the bad provider. Really bad. <laughs> I'm with Telstra and it was still struggling. So, But we went to Lux. We did. Which was Fancy. If anyone hasn't been to Hoyt's Lux, I recommend. It's an experience and a half. Yes. And I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I just want to say if you are going, buy the membership. It's $15 a year and you save like 25% off tickets. True. And discount off food. And so one movie you go to, you save $15 and you've already made your money's worth. It's awesome. And that's where we got so much food is because you had your membership. And I was like, let's get this, let's get this. It was fantastic. I loved it. Cocktails, wine, oh, they deliver mid-movie. It was amazing. Yes. And the movie we seen was Nope, which was really good. How was the movie, Flip? See, I disagree and I also fell asleep. I dozed off. You were snoozing. <laughs> like you were literally snoring your head off. No, I wasn't. You were. And I was like, I was enjoying it until the fucking, spoiler alert for anyone, 
killer monkey <laughs> comes onto this fucking movie. And I'm like sitting here thinking, yeah, it's going to be all about aliens and clouds and shit. No. It was about aliens who lived in like a vagina spaceship. It, it looked like, it did. It looked like a body part and it was so boring. I kept falling asleep and then I woke up and I was like, is this movie seriously still going? It looks a bit more like a an anus more than a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it just was like like flappy. Yeah. Like it I don't know, it was weird. But when the credits came along and I was so keen to like bag it out with you and you're like, I love that. It was, was like, really good. Oh. It was really good. Everyone go out and see it. I suggest you especially from Jordan Peele, because he's really good at those type of movies. Yeah. I did like the girl in it. She was cool. She was Kiki funny. Palmer. Yeah. Mm. And I like her fashion. Love her too. I feel like yeah, she's just awesome. She just looks so cool and funky. Well, didn't you go to another high production the night before? I did. I went to my niece's production. Mm-hmm. Now, Lily is turning 13 next month and she she's a dancer. She's an amazing dancer. She's so good. Um, she's got her little tricks and stuff that she does. Um, and she was a dancer in the production and they did Shrek. It was really cute. Like it was really funny. It was, like it was a high school high school musical um, there were two girls in it whose voices were incredible. Like one of them, I was like, she's going to be the next Disney princess. Like she was amazing. Um, the donkey did the best reenactment of donkey. Shrek was really good and really funny too. A couple of them maybe could have done with a couple of extra singing lessons, but they're young mm. and they're learning and it was really sweet and I love my niece a lot. So um, it was really good to watch. Also. Melbourne were playing Brisbane that night and it was the last Ooh, game you tossed of the up season. Between that. And it was like if we lost, we potentially wouldn't have been in the top four, so it was a really big game. And I was kicking myself that I didn't realise that when I booked tickets to see Lily's production, but I would always obviously pick my niece over the football. At least you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fall asleep. Um, also, I want to ask a question. Yes. Since we sent out the trailer and the yes. Instagram, we've had a fair yes. few questions. I know that, what you're uh, going to say. want to address who or what Turtle Dove is. Okay. Um, Turtle Dove is my partner, Paul. Yeah. Which you know quite well. Um, Cutest nickname or pet name for him, Turtle Dove. Look, there is a story behind it, but I feel like when we do like our – Next episode of like family and stuff, mm-hmm. I'll talk about it because Perfect. there is a funny story behind it that um, mum will kill me for telling, but I just won't tell her to listen to that episode. <laughs> That's if she even listens to them. Of yeah. course she will. I'll send it to her on purpose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Flip, should we get straight into this episode's topic? Yes. Um, so this is a topic that I uh, said to you that I really, really wanted to speak about. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the topic of anxiety. And I think the reason that I really wanted to bring it up was because um, perfect example of when we were in the office, I think a week or two ago, um, and I think you saw me taking my anxiety medication and yeah. I mentioned that I was on it and you were like, oh, like I didn't know that. And then we sort of talked about it a little bit and you mentioned that you suffer from a little bit of anxiety um, and obviously like I do as well. And then it just made me think that there would be so many people out there suffering from anxiety, but there'd be people, you know, on medication like myself. There'd be people, you know, doing like a more natural um, like remedies to try and, you know, fix it or True. get around it. Um 
And it's also a topic that I'm super open to talk about. Like I have no issue. I would tell a stranger I'm on medication about it. It doesn't bother me at all. But I know that a lot of people think that it's almost like um, like a hindrance. or Yeah. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I just feel like it's every second person suffers from anxiety, you know, whether it's In some shape or form. A hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. And I just think if more people talk about it and realise that it's totally normal, um, I don't know, I just think it would be something it, – it is something that I wanted to talk about. So, very relatable to people out there that exactly like myself who probably experience anxiety but have thought, oh, I don't really need any help or need to see anyone about it. Yes. But in, like, the end of the day, I probably should. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. So, And that's exactly how my journey started. So I um, was suffering from a lot of anxiety and I always had this mentality. How old were you when this happened? I mean, I could talk about this for hours and hours, but my anxiety start. Uh, sorry, I have very different types of anxiety. So um, I have some very, very specific fears um, of, I mean, I laugh about it because I know how ridiculous it is, but it's 100% genuine. I have this ridiculous fear of huntsmen and sharks, like panic attack fear. Like I've had, I don't know if we'll talk about it in this episode or another episode, but I've had panic attacks in a car wash because of the <laughs> environment I was in. I've had panic attacks at the museum. I've had a panic attack in um, when I was in Europe with my sister because of the the door that looked funny. I've had a panic panic oh attack God. in Port Douglas with a drop toilet. Like, and I think the thing that I want to say is, <clears throat> it is quite funny now. Like when I talk to people about it, but it's like genuine anxiety and like genuine fear. Yeah. And it was also really interesting because some of these um, like panic attacks that I've experienced, they were when I was first dating Paul. And I think he just was like, what the fuck? Like, What have I got myself yes, into? Like fully because he's so cool, calm and collected. And mm. he definitely has his own, you know, anxieties and that kind of thing. Um, but I think the way that he saw my anxiety, it was just a huge eye opener. And my family know, like, it's just been a bit crazy. But, again, it was things that, like, I don't see a shark every day and I don't see a huntsman every day. So yeah. I was like, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. But then it got to the point where, you know, I was in a car wash and I had that association and I would have a panic attack and my mum would be like, darling, you know, maybe you should, you know, speak to someone, you know, not medication or anything, you know, yeah. just speak to someone why you feel like this. And- Should we just unpack why the car wash? Um, so it, it's very much about my surroundings. So Is I it think- like claustrophobia or something? Well, I definitely – so when I think about all of my – like panic attack experiences, they have all been in small spaces. And I think it's because I'm associating, I don't know whether the car wash was like associating to like water and being in the ocean, even Mm. though I love being in the ocean. But I think the fact that I couldn't get out and then I just worked myself up. um, So I'm assuming you've never been in one since. I've never been. Oh, actually, I have with Paul, and I went in there and I was like, "I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay." And I can't even explain the feeling. Like it's just this so uncomfortable. And I think the hardest thing for me is that I realize how ridiculous it is, literally while it's happening, yeah. and I physically can't do anything to calm myself down because I'm just so petrified in that moment. Um. So yeah, I don't know. As I said, I don't know if we want to talk about 
like that kind of stuff now or whatever. But it kind of got to the point where at work I was experiencing a lot of um, like it was very busy and very stressful personally. And, and I also take a lot on like I, I'm very much a perfectionist and I want to be the best that I can be and I don't want to let people down. And it just got to the point where I just had this sick feeling in my stomach, literally like actually not 24-7. As soon as it hit 5 o'clock home time, I was sweet. But then going to bed I and thinking about going to the work next day, I had anxiety, which I know that you said that you experienced as well, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just got to the point where my the last job that I was at, I was at my desk not crying every single day, but I just felt so unhappy and so sick in my stomach every like single day. Drained. Yes. And I would just sit there and cry because mm. I was like, what am I doing? I feel like shit, like which was really hard as well because I'm I'm a super positive and like happy person in general. So when I was experiencing that, I was like, this isn't me. Like this is I've got to do something about this. Um, so I went and saw a psychologist and it was during COVID. So it was quite hard to, uh, get uh, like to see a psychologist cause I was so busy and yeah. all booked out. Um, <clears throat> and I saw this lady and she was lovely. Like she was a really nice lady, but it was very much more like, she was like, Oh, have you just thought about this? And I'm like, yes, I have thought about that. Like quite clearly and I can't, I can't fix it, which is why I'm here. Like if it was easy, as easy as just saying, oh, don't get scared when you see a picture of a shark, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, exactly. We did like a – one of our sessions was like a 45-minute, like a almost like a meditation-y breathing exercise. And it was really good. And, yes, of course, it made me feel good. But I'm like I don't have time to do a 45-minute breathing exercise twice a day. Like no. not saying that I want a quick fix, but like that's not my answer. I'm yeah. just not that type of person. And breath work sometimes – it works for some people but not everybody. Definitely. And I don't have the patience for that. Like the thought of just sitting down – for 45 minutes. It would probably heighten the anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's just not not for me. And that's fine. Some people, that works for them, but it doesn't for me. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I need to, I need to find a new doctor because I've never really had a doctor. I've kind of just gone, like if I get sick, I just go to like a random bulk billing one. And I found this really amazing doctor um, in Richmond. And I just said to her, I said, I'm here because I think I need to be on medication. And I and she was so lovely. She I think she was saying that her husband was a psychologist and she was saying, you know, she knows how hard it is during COVID to like see a psychologist and that kind of thing. And I said, I'm aware that, you know, it's not necessarily just a quick fix, but I'm kind of at that point where I need something to make this feeling in my stomach go away because it was just butterflies in my stomach every day mm. and it was horrible like I wouldn't I would eat but I wouldn't get hungry till like sometimes like two three o'clock in the afternoon and it was just unhealthy so I think it was October last year uh, I got prescribed um, sertraline which is obviously an antidepressant but I'm more like mine I'm not depressed it's anxiety um, but they're they're prescribed for the same thing yeah. um, low dose so just 50 milligrams and I just take one a day and when I tell you it has changed my life, like I can't even explain it. Like I am, yeah, I'm still me. I'm still the exact same felicity. My personality hasn't changed at all. It's literally just helped me 
manage my emotions and that feeling in my stomach is gone. So And that's I, the worst feeling, that nervousness all the time. All the time. Like I would literally be at work, obviously not my current job now because I'm fine, but my other job, I would just sit there and just feel sick. Like if the phone rang or even if it was a quiet day, I would sit there so anxious about – oh, you know, what if the phone rings and I can't answer their question or, you know, what about this and this? And I'm like, oh, my God, Flip, like you're being ridiculous. Like the phone's on twice today. Like calm down, you'll be fine. So, yeah, I've started taking – I started taking medication and I've been on it ever since and it is just – it's just incredible. Like I will admit the the one thing that I hate about it, the main side effect I've experienced is – um, a little bit of weight gain, not a lot, but I definitely have, I think, cause I don't have that feeling in my stomach anymore. I'm eating yeah. more and yeah, I feel, I feel hungry more. And that's something as well that I really need to try and work on. Cause I think I've hit the point where I'm like, okay, I don't just have like a good metabolism anymore. I need to actually work hard to make myself, you know, physically feel better and that kind of thing yeah so yeah i don't know i mean again i could go on it for so much longer but i would really love to speak to you and hear your experience because as you said you do experience anxiety a little bit but you've you know you're obviously not on medication no. like do you and to the point where i think i experience it but you don't know you're experiencing yeah. it. yeah so then you're like oh i don't think i need to see anyone about yeah it. yeah but yeah. like yeah completely different it only comes in waves and things like that mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like constant so yeah i guess just understanding what forms of anxiety yes. people can get is like a starter for me so it's hard i have fears and phobias but i don't associate that with anxiety yeah much, okay okay but when you like what's your fear and phobia it's gonna be pretty funny, but like monkeys. Oh yes, you did tell me about that. Is a, a yeah, fear. and I remember going to the zoo, the Melbourne Zoo, and um, literally we went to like the apes and the orangutans yeah. and all that, and I just could not stand being yeah. there. Yeah. Like I needed to run to get out. But did you not? Was that not anxiety feeling that the you feeling, had? The feeling, yeah. Yeah. Thinking about it now, it's yeah. exactly what you were like describing just now. Yeah. But I just associated that with a fear because yeah, it's not okay. like a constant thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you touched on before, the work situation, mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, you'd be dreading going to work. But then I just think, oh, is that like a normal thing Yeah, which it everyone is. to feel? And, and that's the thing. It is normal. Like, mm. you know, unless – like I love my job but I still wake up and I'm just like, oh, I'd rather just, you know, be at home obviously. Yeah. But if you're waking up and you're dreading – coming into work and you have that feeling that, like, I really don't want to be here, 100%, that's a, that's a form of anxiety. Yeah, and maybe it's a form of onset anxiety as well, yeah. that it's building and building until it, like, just topples over yes. one day and makes it worse. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll see how I go. If I feel like I need to see someone, then I'm definitely going to. Yes. But talking yep. about it now is, is obviously a first step yep. to then be able to say, yep, I've taken that leap to speak mm-hmm. to someone, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. you need medication or not, or whether it's just some form yeah. of, like – meditation that i need to do Mm -hmm. it's always something that that i can like look into yeah yeah i don't know how else to explain it Mm. on my end no that's that's totally fair and i and i think that my breaking point was just that feeling 24 7 i think i love how open you are with it because when i did see and you mentioned it at work i was like oh should we be like talking to you differently or should we be like no literally like i it has not changed anything besides the fact that i don't have that feeling in my stomach anymore and i think I used to be a little bit more hot-headed, especially with my family, which I, you'll learn throughout the podcast. Like I love my family. They are my everything. And I was just getting so snappy at them sometimes when mm. they were asking, you know, like stupid questions or whatever that 
I'm like, why am I getting so grumpy at you for this? And I would get furious, like inside, like I would physically again feel this like sick feeling in my stomach and I'll just be a bitch. Yeah. But personality wise and everything, it has not changed me at all. It's just made me regulate my emotions more and learn how to control them. And I don't react the way I used to, like even with my fears, I think the medication has helped me with my fears because my fears were to the point where I couldn't even watch. Like if I was going through a magazine and there was a picture of like a great white shark coming out of the water, I would genuinely like throw the book away and and start like having a (laughs) panic attack. Like it's, it's like, I think where the shark thing started was in, I think it was grade seven, we went to the museum for like a little excursion and I will never forget they had like this little like black walkway kind of thing and it was like you looked through these peepholes and you'd see like different sea animals and I looked through it and it was like a 3D picture of whatever it was and I looked through it and I will never forget. I It's such a vivid picture like burned into my brain it was a picture of a great white shark with its mouth open and its tail was like like flipped to the side like a real animal or picture no i think it was like it i think it was like one of those like 3d kind of things so when you looked at it you felt like it was like right there and it was very realistic and it scared the living shit out of me like i will never forget i like fell to the ground i started crying and like having a panic attack and I don't think I'd ever experienced like a panic attack before and I'll never forget my friends were like are you okay and they were like trying to because I had my eyes closed and I was like curled in a ball because and and then my friends were like trying to you know pick me up and and you know walk me out and I was like don't touch me like because every time someone touched me it like it scared me yeah Yeah. and then the teachers were like yelling at me saying I was like what are you doing you're you're being like making a fool of yourself and I was like okay I like I genuinely am petrified right now I'm not trying to make like bring attention to me I'm shitting myself right now so that was that I don't even remember what happened after it but ever since then like when I was in Port Douglas um we were driving and I really needed to go to the toilet and we found these really random when I say really random like it was literally like a field with like a public toilet in it but it was there were drop toilets and I have no issues with drop drop toilets. I'm not scared of drop toilets. But I walked up and Paul was waiting for me down like, I don't know, like on the grass area. And I went in and the doors, the toilet doors were like a um, like a metally grey kind of colour and my anxiety is very much like certain things that I associate with. So like the colour grey with sharks and cars so like the Mazda the front of a Mazda I always think looks like a shark or if I see like a a matte gray like one of those old sporty kind of cars that are like skinny and like sleek I genuinely get like a bit uncomfortable and I went up the stairs and saw the doors and I was like oh I don't think I can go to the toilet in these toilets and I was like don't be ridiculous so I tried to go there was absolutely no one around by the way so I tried to go I'm like oh I'll just go with the door open and then I won't feel so closed in and and you know so claustrophobic I tried to and I was like I can't go like I couldn't even sit on the toilet and then I got up and I said to Paul I said can you please come up here and like hold my hand or something like while I'm peeing because I'm I can't be here by myself and he's like okay and this is when 
Again, we'd only been dating for not very long, so he was probably like, what the fuck have I got myself into? And then I couldn't even do it with him, like, holding my hand, knowing that everything was going to be okay. So I said to him, I said, I'm going to pee in the basin. Like, I have to. And it was like this, like, trough. And then I tried to do it, and I couldn't do it. I was so, so petrified. And then I went out. I Even couldn't on the, go. In when you're like trying to pee in the trough. Yeah, I couldn't because like the toilet doors were there and I already had in my head sharks and I was just scared. So then I walked out and I was on like the little verandary part and I said to Paul, I don't know what to do. Like I need to go but I can't go to the toilet. And I'll never forget this stupid bird like tweeted like or chirped really loudly and because I was in such a heightened state of anxiety and I didn't expect it, I shit myself and I, again, was crying and like fully like I you were going to say you peed yourself. No. (laughs) So what happened was I was so scared to go to the toilet that I ended up peeing in the bush Mm. because I felt more comfortable going in the bush than being in that little area upstairs. Like it was – and I think it really opened Paul's eyes because he was genuinely like, wow, like he's just never known or seen that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like again, like when I was in overseas and my sister, who knows me better than a lot of people, we were going to like the underground pool in this creepy like hotel in I don't know where we were, Rome or something – and Alex was ahead of me with her husband. Who's Alex? Sorry. Oh, my sister, sorry. Right. And John John is her husband. And she turned and she said to me, oh, Fleet, you're not going to like the look of this door. And I hadn't have even seen the door right, but I know that Alex knows me really well and I get really creeped out about underground pools or like water in like certain um, uh, like settings and that kind of thing. And as soon as she said that, I was like, she knows me better than like anyone. This was years ago. Um, she she knows that if I turn this corner, I'm not going to like that door. And I had a fucking panic attack. Like I was crying and hyperventilating and Alex without was, seeing the door, without even seeing the door, Hectic. because my mind goes straight to there is something around that corner that I'm that she knows that I'm not going to like. Mm. I'm now in this spot where I can either like I don't really know where I am. It was in closed space. Alex was pissing herself laughing because it was hilarious, but at the time like I was absolutely petrified. Like yeah. it actually takes over me. Like and that's where I was like you know, these are things that don't affect me every day. But you know, if I if I have like a panic attack like that, like once every six months or something, it's ridiculous. Like I really needed to do something about it. But it was more the feeling in my stomach that made me be like, nah, I need to, I need to go. Because- so, question though, but mm-hmm. because they're isolated events, yep. the medication that you're on now for it, yeah, would they, would that then help you if you were in a situation like that again? Yes, okay. Because I've even like, there's been times where, like, there was a huntsman at home a little while ago, and I was quite close to it, and I was scared, but the old me would have, again, had a huge panic attack. attack. And I was I was like, oh, there's a huntsman there. And I was petrified, but I, I just managed my emotions and I was like, okay, it's there. I just need to, like, walk away. So, yeah, it, it's, it's – yeah. I mean, again, I've got more stories about, like, spiders and stuff that, that are hilarious, but 
Um, I don't know. And I think as you were saying before, you said it to me the other week when we were talking about it, about how it's such a taboo topic topic and how like what you're saying about the kardashians that it's just a overly used term yes how someone or especially the youth of today just be like having a general bad day they're like yeah. oh my god i've got so much anxiety yes it's yeah used way too much yeah yeah in, in any aspect of the definitely moment. and i'm not one to be like oh my god you can't say you're anxious like like if you feel anxious that's totally yeah. like you can feel that but I think there definitely are – and, look, I probably don't even experience anxiety as, as bad as some people do. Like exactly. I'm probably not even that bad, but that's my experience with it. And mm. um, I don't know. I just think people, like, go speak to someone. Go, yeah. you know, whether it be your friends, a psychologist or, um, you know, anyone, a doctor. Like it's just so normal to feel some kind of anxiety yeah. and – even if it's not anxiety, they could still then get to the root of the cause yeah. and be like, oh, it could be depression exactly. or it could be this. Yeah, yeah. It's so much. But, yeah, it's such anxiety as a whole can be come in so many different shapes and forms. Yes. Like not wanting to get out of bed could oh, be anxiety. Oh, 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how you said that traumatic experience with the shark. Yeah. Because I think my fear of monkeys comes from watching a movie when I was so young. Yeah. What was um, it? It's called Congo. <laughs> And it's literally about these people going to like the jungle and then they're trying to look at this silverback ape or something. Yeah, okay. And research it. But then these killer apes come out <laughs> and like just start tearing shreds off everyone. Watching it at a young age, I think yes. that's where I got it from. It's it, uh, like, I, yes, definitely. No fault of my parents or anything. Mm. It was my own fault for watching it <laughs> so young. Yeah. Because I think I like got into like the video section or the movie section <laughs> on the Ostar that we had. So but um and I'm like, yeah, I could probably probably watch this mm. being so mm. young and then it's just grown with me ever yeah. since. It's so interesting how something as simple as that has made you scared of monkeys now. Monkeys, like it's yeah. just it's so also Yowies, Bigfoot, all of Yowies? that. Yowies? Yeah. What's a Yowie? Yowie's in- like um like a Bigfoot in Australia. That's what we call them. Like a hairy man. Wait, isn't a yaoi a toy? That- Feed me <laughs> those things. <laughs> I loved my yaoi. I don't know what toy you're talking about. Wait, no, I'm thinking of a Furby. Oh, yeah. That's- What's a yaoi? Yaoi's like a, a oh. hairy man, like a caveman kind of thing. Like Bigfoot? Like Bigfoot, but like in Australia, we don't say okay. Bigfoot, we say yaoi. Oh. Yeah. That it probably comes from the indigenous term of some sort, oh, okay. which I'm not familiar with, but okay. yeah. Oh. And there's a place, there's a town in Queensland called yeah. Kilcoy. Okay. And they have this massive statue of it, one in the yeah. in the park. And I'm like, I'm never going to this town <laughs> ever. Apparently there's been sightings there of them and everything. And yeah. isn't it funny that, like, I'm laughing, yeah. which is really horrible because it, like, it's something me thinking like, about that, yeah. I'm like. Yes, exactly. No, like I when people laugh. Yeah. Like when people laugh at my stories, I'm like, I totally get that it's hilarious. Yeah. But at the time. It's like uncontrollable fear. Yeah. <laughs> the stories are funny, but then yeah. people can be trying to decipher what you're saying and being like, how are you getting anxiety from that? And the only medicine they would do is laugh. To yeah. make it not yes. awkward. Yes, yes. Um, so there is one more story I want to tell you that is actually yeah. so funny and it involves my sister again, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, so at our old house, I don't know, I was out somewhere and I got home and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning or something. This was years ago. Like I would have been, I don't know, like 21 or something. And 
I got home and mum and dad, it was just mum and dad, Alex and myself that lived at the house. And mum and dad's bedroom was at the very front of the house and our bedrooms were literally at the complete opposite end. Anyway, I walked into the bathroom, washing my face, and I looked in the mirror and behind me I could see it was one of those like black spiders with the really fat legs and the big bums. I don't know what it's called. Like but a tarantula? It, no, 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 no. It was little. Like it was probably like it's a small Like a 20 cent thing. or 50 cent piece. Yeah, probably. Like that, that maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. Okay. And I was washing my face and I saw it hanging from the web. We had a skylight and I was like, you know what, Flip? Don't be ridiculous. Don't freak out. Go into the kitchen, get the fly spray, get rid of it, Do you wash your face and go to bed. So I – and when I when I see a spider, what I do, or if I'm watching like a shark movie and I'm scared, I take my glasses off because I can't see it and I can't see the details so I don't get as scared. That's fair, I guess. So <laughs> it, it really works. So I went into the kitchen and I got the fly spray and I walked back into the bathroom and I put my arm through the door and kept my body outside and just – gassed the motherfucker like I had my finger on the thing and just was spraying it and I was like glasses okay. on or glasses off uh glasses were on because I couldn't see it because it was just my arm in the door right and then I kind of crept it open and I could see the little guy like creeping up up the web so I, I like he was like really dizzy and I was like yes I've got him so he went back up into the windowsill and I was like cool wash your face and get out of here he dropped from the window from the skylight and was swinging on his web, like <laughs> fully coming at me. Obviously not. I'd obviously just made him like really, really dizzy and he like slipped and like was hanging on his web. I shit myself because he was like coming at me. Like he was like trying to get revenge big time. <laughs> and I was so scared. I was screaming and I got up on the on the um on the, I don't know, the bathroom vanity or whatever you call it, in the corner, screaming my head off. Dad comes running down just in his jogs. Alex comes in because she was like the closest to me, pissing herself laughing because she's like, I Could they see the spider? No. no so they just see you Dad was like- sitting on the base and <laughs> screaming. So Dad was like, what, what? And he was like yelling because he was like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, and dad's like, Felicity. And he was like, he wasn't angry at me, but he was like, Alex thought that I was genuinely getting murdered. Like yeah. she was pissing herself laughing. Oh, no. And every time I talk about it now, she just cacks up. She'll time. probably listen to this and be like, oh, I remember well, that. <laughs> um, but I was so scared. And, again, she thought it was the funniest thing ever. Dad was furious at me because he's like, you're an idiot. Mm. And I'm sitting here being like, like I thought I was going to die. Like that's how overwhelming it can be sometimes. And yeah. now that I look back, funniest story ever, yeah. but at the time thought I was going to die. Exactly. It's just, it's, it's, um. Yeah, it's but in really saying crazy. that, like everyone should always take every event seriously. Yes, yes. Because if you've done it too many times, that if something actually was happening seriously, yes. they'd be like, "Oh, it's just Felicity and a spider again." <laughs> the spider's we're, back. <laughs> yeah, where actually it could be something serious. Yes, so. yes, true. So it can be as little as that, I reckon. Yeah. And like we keep saying, bang on about every different shape and form of anxiety, but yes. yeah, fears, phobias, yep. everything. 
experiences yep. that make it happen. Yes, and I think it's also um, made me appreciate other people's anxieties. It's funny though because you say that because we do experience secondhand anxiety all the time. Like as simple as watching a TV show. Yes. You get so – the purpose of the TV show is to make yes. you feel this way, but yep, yep. you get anxiety if they're like making a fool of themselves yeah. in like a reality yes. show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like cringy. And yeah. I know watching the football. Like, exactly. I – you guys will learn that I'm like football obsessed. I go for Melbourne. And I am not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes for Melbourne. Um, but yeah, I watch the games. And again, like my mum thinks it's absolutely ridiculous because she just has no interest in football. But I feel sick in my stomach. Watching the grand final last year, I had my watch on, my Apple Watch. My heart rate was through the roof and I physically felt like I was like going to be sick. I was so anxious. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, it's got nothing that you can, again, nothing you can control, mm-hmm. but you still feel that way. Like, yeah. it's just, it's so interesting. And that wraps up pretty much the first episode about anxiety. Thanks so much for those stories, Flip. I'm probably going to remember the hanging spider for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Um, and I just wanted to quickly say as well, I know I said this earlier, but um, we're, we're not doctors. We're not medically trained. Uh, we just really wanted to share our experiences with anxiety. Um, just want to say as well that we are not sponsored by any of these companies, but I do suggest that like Beyond Blue or Black Dog Institute. Or Lifeline. Yeah, are really good kind of platforms to be able to kind of reach out to and, and hopefully um, get a bit of a understanding or just someone to chat to Definitely. about anything that you're feeling. Now, next topic, it is going to be a little bit more lighthearted. Nice. Uh, we thought we'd come in and talk a bit about our family and like growing up and that kind of thing, just so that you know when we do say things like turtle dove and gukla, you know a little bit more about what we're talking about. I'm interested to find out a lot more about this <laughs> Greek language, gukla, spenakopita. What? <laughs> Not family related. Did but you say panakosa? No, spenakopita. <laughs> is it like a spinach dish? Are you thinking spinach and ricotta? Yeah, but isn't it like a a Greek word? (laughs) I have no idea. Oh, I'm going to have to Google this one off air. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so tune in next week when we drop that one. So it's going to be very interesting. Can't wait. See you later. Bye. Bye. I do apologize. I didn't mean to say anus. I meant butthole.